This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. So, Steve Kaplan today is talking through a device that makes it sound as though he's got a cold. <laughs> it, it's amazing what they can do with technology these days. It's, it? it's so realistic. So realistic. Mm. So, so, we're heading up into space. Oh, well, you we're not heading up into space, into space. But yeah. NASA is heading up into space. Mm-hmm. And in a move strangely reminiscent of For All Mankind, which I know we've talked about before, but if you're listening to this and you haven't started watching it on Apple TV+, Plus, mm. it is well worth a month's subscription. It's an extraordinary discovery. It. I mean, isn't it? It's just it's so fantastic. good, and no, yes. we've not, neither of us have heard of it. We've just stumbled across yeah. it. Very odd. Okay. So NASA are launching a, a mission called Psyche, which will go to an asteroid also called Psyche. Coincidence? Perhaps not. And the thing about Psyche, the asteroid, is that it is very rich in metals, worth about $10 quadrillion. Which is probably more money than there is in the world. It's 10,000 billion, so quite possibly, yes, worth even more than Apple, which is (laughs) extraordinary. Um, And they're going there on a SpaceX rocket. This is the uh, For All Mankind tie-in, because they're... They're not using their own rockets anymore. They're using Elon Musk's rockets, which seems a little bizarre. Anyway, it's uh, one of his super heavy lifter rockets. And And will it be autonomous or will there be people in it? It will be autonomous. And one reason why it's going to be autonomous is it's going to take six years to get there. Oh. Yes. And when it gets there and it finds all these metals, these 10 quadrillion dollars worth of metals, Mm. then what? How is it going to get them back again? Even if it could mine them another six years to come back again. You know, it's it's a a 12-year turnaround. It's a limit to how much even a a super heavy rocket made by Elon Musk can carry. Well, that's true, though, if... If all the metals on the asteroid are worth 10 quadrillion, you can't have feeling just a bucket or two. It'd probably be quite valuable. I suppose so, but possibly not as valuable as the cost of sending something up there to find it. Yeah. yeah. A bucket or two. Yes, but possibly a bucket <laughs> or two. Yes. Yes. So, yes, anyway. I like the idea of it going up with a bucket and spade. That'd be <laughs> splendid. It is. <laughs> okay. Well, six years' time, we'll find out then. We will, yes. And talking of Elon Musk, Twitter. Twitter are about to charge an annual fee for using Twitter. Hmm. Uh, it will only be in the Philippines and in... Now, this is odd, because I've written down NA as the abbreviation. And I, I feel, I, feel NA... I think it stood for New Zealand. I think you just put Oh, yes, New Zealand. Letter. I put an A rather than a Z. Yes. Okay, thank you yes. for that. That's okay. <laughs> it is New Zealand. <laughs> and they will charge them the grand total of $1 a year. So that should fix Twitter's finances. Uh, yes, and that's bizarre, because I was going to say I'm not sure I would want to subscribe to 
to Twitter, as many people are, because one dollar, presumably the idea is you sign up for a dollar and then suddenly mysteriously in 364 days, it's increased to 10 or well, 20 or the, more. The, the idea or, is or to prevent 10 bots. quadrillion. I don't know. <laughs> Psyche doesn't get there. It's to prevent bots because bots are signing up in vast numbers and flooding Twitter with oh. false information. And they reckon if they, I suppose if a bot had to pay, then you could track down where they were paying from. Unless they're paying in Bitcoin, of course, in which case you never could. Anyway, it may be a little stumbling block to the stumbling bots. Well, maybe it'll be the humans who don't want to pay and the bots that'll sign up in their myriad. That's (laughs) indeed quite possible. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Uh, back up into the air again. Hmm. And it's Amazon. Amazon, who now say they're going to be delivering packages by drone in the UK by the end of next year, which is really quite exciting. Yes, they we sort hope, of have heard this before, haven't we? We have heard something like this before. They hope to deliver 500 million packages a year by the end of the decade. Wow. Mm. So far, they've managed 100 deliveries this year, which is so, not quite on target. A bit of a way to go. And and do drones have methods of detecting whether other drones are going? Because, I mean... I'm, I suppose Amazon probably knows where its drones are, but if anybody else starts doing it as well, you sort of worry about mid-air collisions. You do worry about mid-air collisions, and you also worry about, you know, are they going to get a CAA certification? Or FAA certification? FAA here, yeah. FAA here. No, no, it's CAA here and FAA there, isn't it? It is. They just federalise the civil. They're federal and civil, and they are far from civil. They're rude. The vice president of Prime Air, one David Carbon, which is right, a very neutral sort of name. name. Very neutral sort of name. He says that having a drone delivered will be hundreds of times safer than driving to a shop to buy it. So, right, okay. Exactly. Well, you're more likely to have a car crash than you are to be, I don't know, whatever drones do when they go wrong, to be hit by a malfunctioning drone. They're not going to be small one imagines if they can take. I'm sure they're not going to take the heaviest of parcels, but they're not going to be small things, presumably. Um, well, I suppose I don't know because if they just take one small thing, that's a bit of a waste of a drone. But if they take yes. one heavy thing, there's probably a limit to how heavy a thing. Maybe they take small, expensive things. Yes, perhaps. Although, I mean, I don't. I don't imagine their drones are clever enough to sort of open the box and say, "Here, this particular one is yours." And no. then see it up again and go on to another place. So, no. And how would they ask for a signature? Or how indeed would they ring your doorbell? They really probably, this They probably won't carry anything at all. They'll just visit, take a photograph of the door and say, sorry, you were out. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> problem. Uh, problem. Anyway. Oh. Okay, let's we haven't had one of these. Have one of those. So let's have one. Talking of getting things to you, have you have you had anybody send um, post to you using the old style post office stamps? I got a, I got a card in the post yesterday, much delayed, saying I was supposed to pay one pound ten, but luckily I'd been out, so the postman wasn't able to collect it. But if you use well, the old stamps now, they're now they're now charging you. So I understand. I sent you a birthday present last week, um, which mm-hmm. I officially affixed some first class stamps to. And when I got to the post office, they said, oh, we can't use those, mate. You have to pay. That was a bit much, really, because I'd paid for the first-class stamps. 
that seems bad. You can swap them out. If you've got some left, the old ones, I think they're still allowing you to, to send off. So they send you back the new ones, which everybody loves. They're far bigger, uh, and they've got this exciting barcode that means you can send a video at the same time, which I'm sure people are doing in their pens. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah. Let us move on. Let us move on to Adobe. Adobe, mm-hmm. makers of Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign. I could go on. I will go on. Uh, <laughs> Premiere. Um, I'll stop there. So Adobe, makers of graphics software. Every Mm. year they have Adobe Max where they launch their exciting new products. And this year they launched Project Primrose, which is a pattern-changing dress. And it was presented by one of the engineers on... Oh, a real dress. A real dress, yes. Right. And it looks like a dress made of sort of slightly oversized, shiny fish scales. Hmm quite a pretty sort of cocktail dress and each scale can change between light and dark and she demonstrated you know, changing the pattern on the dress and then animating the pattern on the dress so it looks like it was waving up and down quite remarkable and is that i mean is it, is it something that's ready to go or was this no, some sort of, of demo not. oh okay right. it's a demo of what can be achieved if you've got enough money and the two little cents <laughs> Right. Yes, there should on this program we should actually have our own measurement of money versus cents. It should we be should. I don't know a, a Kaplan, <laughs> something that's yes. uh, twenty five Kaplans is just ridiculous. Yeah, we, we must we must think about this and identify it for next week. <laughs> okay, that one seems pretty daft, but but that I guess if you were you know in the presence of somebody whose dress was sort of scintillating like that, it would be quite intriguing. Well, talking of pretty daft. Here's some uh, more university research. You know how much you like your university research. This is from the University of Tsukuba in Japan, who has done a 20-week study uh, that has come to the the conclusion that drinking alcohol-free beer and wine can significantly reduce your alcohol intake. Gosh, you could knock me down with a feather. Exactly. That seems absolutely ludicrous. Surely that can't be serious. No, it is serious. They they took a number of excessive drinkers, mm. and rather than giving them alcohol, they gave them things that tasted like alcohol but weren't. Yes, and they found that they reduced their alcohol intake as a as a result. No, of course, most of us drinkers would claim that many of the things that claim to be alcohol free things that taste like alcohol don't really taste like alcohol. And when you do manage to find one that does taste of alcohol, it's more expensive than the alcohol. Yes, well, the beer, alcohol free beer, now tastes like beer. Alcohol free wine. Tastes like Ribena. I it's found one alcohol-free wine at, at, at Waitrose called, I think, Einzweig Frei, um, which <laughs> does taste like a sort of Riesling. And it's both pleasant, but it's more expensive than the wine yes. it's replacing. So, yes. I so which beers are worth? I should try. I mean, I'm, I, I think I tasted Calibre once and just decided it was not worth returning. But That no, was some again. years ago. It was. That was some years ago, yes. Yes, it put me off for a long time. I shall try again then at some stage. It has got better. Good. Uh, moving on uh, <laughs> from, uh, well, still in, staying in Japan, actually. The um, Japan Mobility Show has just taken place, at which Suzuki had uh, quite a large stand uh, along the theme of answers for excitement throughout the world. Oh. There we go. Excitement. Right. Without the world is obviously the question on everybody's <laughs> lift, and they lift, and they and they've got the the answers. So the most exciting uh, thing, and it, yeah, it was all fairly exciting, was the Mokba 
which is their new motorbike. And it's an unusual motorbike in that it has four legs. That is imagine. quite unusual among motorbikes. That is quite unusual. Each leg is articulated, and each leg has a wheel on the end. And it's a motorbike that can climb stairs. Well, hang on. it's not really a motorbike, is it? It's a mechanical horse. It's a mechanical horse, yes. <laughs> you, it is. It's a mechanical horse. Okay. But you sit on it like a motorbike. Okay. I, I just imagine you turning up at some biker bar. On one of those, <laughs> and they'll go. Oh yes, that's definitely a motorbike. Join or us. Turning up at the Jim Carno in one of those. Will they let you take part? Yes. Well, possibly not. Possibly not. It's got a top speed of twenty miles an hour, so it's not all that speedy. <laughs> I wouldn't put it in right. a good one just yet. Okay. But as well as carrying people, it can also be adapted to carry, for example, a stretcher. So it could be used in sort of battlefield or disaster scenarios where it could climb over rubble. Which I think is That's probably a better thing useful. than riding yes. it like a horse. It does sound quite useful, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, does it exist or is it just? Uh, no, 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 no. It's concept stuff. Okay. It doesn't exist. Concept. Well, um, if it's just a concept, I'm going to pause for a moment. We shall be back with more gadgets and gizmos in a moment or two. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. I'm Simon Rose. He's Steve Kaplan, and we are talking gadgets and gizmos on Share Radio. So, um, where now? We've been up in space. We've been climbing stairs with mechanical horses that claim to be motorbikes. Where now? We are now firmly on the ground with a rather lovely uh, two seater e car. Oh, okay. Um, it's called Lovely, L-U-V-L-Y. It actually is called the Lovely O. I don't know what the O is for, but it's called the Lovely O, which um, comes from Sweden. It's made by Koenigsegg. Koenigsegg, who are a well-known manufacturer of um, electrical cars and other stuff. Mm. And the thing about this car is it comes flat-packed. Oh, not... Well, not in the IKEA style. You don't put it together yourself with an Allen key. Right. But it's, I mean, one of the expensive things about shipping cars from one country to another is they're quite bulky. Yes. So this one's flat packed, so they can fit several cars in the space of one regular car. And then when it gets to a destination country, it's then assembled at micro factories where they bolt it all together for you. Um, a polypropylene propylene shell that doesn't need painting because it's already sort of plastic coloured mm. and you can swap out the shell for a different one if you want a different colour it's probably it probably with, um, a, 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 a good, good at resisting damage if you knock into something or something knocks into you um probably not okay probably not no no it's plastic. okay so not very safe then okay not all that safe it does come with two battery packs the idea is you keep one in the car and one on charge which is just as well because it only has a range of 62 miles and when they say 62 miles, you know that they are being very optimistic with their right. 62 yeah, yeah. miles. <clears throat> and it'll be on sale uh, very shortly for around 10,000 euros, which is 
not that expensive for an electric car, not that expensive for a car, but it's not bad for a two-seater electric. Yeah, for a local runaround, perhaps that's quite sensible. Exactly, yes. Just have to hope that nobody knocks into you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, will. so that's a lovely it O, is. which sounds more like a ranch somewhere out in the West. But, it, yeah. does. <laughs> it does, it does. Uh, yeah. I think it's time for our crowdfunding time of the week. In that case, I will give you a fanfare. And this is one for you. This is made by Kloss, K-L-O-S, and they are making baritone and bass ukuleles. How about that? They are carbon fibre, one-piece construction, which makes them very strong Mm. and um, scratch-resistant and very light. Um, and they are the only bits that aren't carbon fibre is the, the, the nuts. They include, this will mean something to you, means nothing to me, a Graftech Newbone XB nut and saddle. Well, that's just the bit at the top of the fretboard and the bit um, at the bottom of the ukulele from which the strings emerge. Oh, okay. So it's not very exciting. All right. Okay, but what does it sound like? And it what's... sounds like a guitar, but quite a loud guitar, and you mm. can fit it with electric pickups. Um, it it sounds rather good, actually. I've heard some, some people playing it. Um, Eight hundred pounds or thereabouts for the baritone version. Mm. Nine hundred and twenty-three pounds again or thereabouts for the bass version. So it's not cheap. No, that's what I was about means. to say. No, but it is. Uh, yeah, but it but it is, you know, made of polypropylene. Or is that the car? No, that's the car. Sorry. It's made of carbon (laughs) fibre. Right. And uh, if you want one, you've got until four o'clock. What, today? I probably should have talked about this earlier on in the cycle. But uh, yes, it ends today, I'm afraid. What, they're they're refusing to sell them after that or the price goes up? It is the way that Kickstarter works, that they they set a deadline and they have to meet their their target by the deadline. They can't extend it. They can't extend it. Okay, we'll just have to look out for Kloss. Uh, was it Kloss? U- ukuleles. Um, maybe they'll start selling them to the general public somewhere else. Maybe they will, but they will be significantly more expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Moving on. Um, mm. Hearing aids. Mm-hmm. Hearing aids. The problem with hearing aids is that um, they, they make hearing aids that can isolate speech from background music or other background noise, which is a very good thing. Mm. But then people who use hearing aids suffer from what they call the cocktail party effect, which is if there are lots of people all talking, it amplifies all of them, Mm. which is a a bit of a problem. They have made hearing aids that only amplify the person directly in front of you. But if they turn their head away or you turn your head away, then you can't hear them anymore. Mm. So the NTT Corporation of Japan, Japan again, coming up an awful lot these days, aren't they? Have come up with speaker beam that simply that only amplifies the person you're talking to. It does need a 10 second sound recording of their voice to train it into adaptation utterance. So, so you have to start every conversation by saying, could you just recite for 10 seconds first yes i think you have to start every conversation by saying would you mind stepping out of this cocktail party onto the balcony for a moment then recite this 10 second phrase and now we can go back and then have a conversation okay well i guess as a concept is a good idea 
it's a good idea in concept. Um, I don't. I, mean, I suppose they could they could t link it with one that only amplifies the person directly in front of you, and so you could look at them while they do their ten second capture. I don't know if they had to say anything in particular for ten seconds or just talk for ten seconds. But it's rather odd, you know, you go along to a cocktail party and someone says, hello, I'm John. And you stare at them blankly, maybe hold up a little card saying, can you say that in a slightly longer way, please? Yes. Yes. You have seven seconds left. The cocktail party effect. I, I, I would have thought the cocktail party effect is the way when you're at a cocktail party, you can suddenly hear your name across the other side of the room, that somehow our brains are capable of picking yes. that up, even though nothing else. I would have thought that was the cocktail party effect. However... Most cocktail parties I go to, not that I go to that many, the real effect is the hangover the following morning. What, too many cocktails? Yes, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is. Cocktails Although are very I, hard to say no to. I don't know when I last went to a cocktail party where actually cocktails were served. It's usually a glass of warm red wine, isn't it? Yeah, that's probably true. Or even worse, true. warm white wine. Yes. Oh, yeah. things aren't what they used to be. Things are <laughs> things aren't what they if things were what they used to be, we wouldn't have this show. That is perfectly true. That yeah. is perfectly true. On now to navigation. So when you're navigating when you're walking around, you can use your phone. But um I have heard tell that if you use your phone for navigation while walking around, it's possible to strip and trip over and break a knee. You 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 beat me to it. Yes. 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 I thought I'd raise it before you did. <laughs> have, as a matter of interest, have you actually cured yourself of that habit as a result of no. this happening? No. No, no, I still no. do it. And no. I wish you could get a device. There was an app that came out years ago and then they stopped making it um, for maps. Actually, I think mainly for texting, where you could see through the camera. I think I remember text. you talking about it. So you could see the ground in front of you. Yes. yes. Yeah. It was a brilliant idea. If no one makes one, I think I want to talk to someone about actually making one because it's a it's a good idea. Anyway, so you save so your knees. You can, so what's this? Well, you can also wear an Apple Watch or possibly other kind of watch, which will tap you on the wrist when it's time to turn left and right. I think it's mm -hmm. one tap for left and two for right. But it's quite easy to miss that. Or you can follow the University of Chicago's Human Computer Integration Lab, which frankly sounds like a terrifying process. <laughs> yes. Um, for their feet through navigation system. And this is a flexible array of 60 electrodes that you stick to the soles of your feet, which transmit patterns to your feet, such as turn arrows mm. with electric shocks. Right. Yes. Okay. I'm not sure how much I'm liking the sound of this. No, no, indeed. They say it's a nice touch sensation as opposed to a strong pinching sensation. So it's or, sort of like in getting a massage at the same time telling you where to go. I suppose so, yes. But the thing is, as you're walking, you're getting feedback from the pavement with each step. And it'd be very easy to, to miss a left turn. Well, if they just had a, a pulse in your left foot for turning left and one in your right foot for turning right, that would make so much more sense. Yes. Why yes. don't they do that? And have you tried using the Apple Watch navigation system? I have. But I didn't work. get to where I was. Well, because you never know quite when to turn if you're not looking at a map that shows you when to yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. True. True. So I'm not sure how much I trust it. And, uh, and finally, quickly, finally, the Hadrian X bricklaying robot is a truck with a 32-metre-long arm extending for it 32 meters 
well over a hundred feet. Feet, yes, yes, and um, it can it can lay three hundred large masonry blocks an hour, and these masonry blocks come painted with a construction adhesive, so there's no cement needed, and it can work twenty four hours a day. How wow. about that? I've seen video of it doing it. So construction blocks, presumably, are more like breeze blocks, are they, breeze than blocks, the standard yes. bricks? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That seems extraordinary. It does. It does but seem extraordinary. The problem is, as you build up, it will get further from the truck. And after a while, you're going to either need to raise the truck or stop. A 32-metre-long arm is very long. Okay. Really, very, very long. I mean, it's it's bigger than the footprint of your average house, I'd have thought. Oh, okay. Well, that seems quite clever. It does not not clever. come up with at some university then. Uh, no, <laughs> as it happens, no. But the no. Hadrian X is on sale. I didn't get twice information because I assumed you probably wouldn't want to buy one. I, no, I think so. I'd, I'd rather just do it the Churchill way. Exactly. <laughs> just bricks and cement yes. uh, and crack on. Steve, thank you very much indeed. That's it for this edition of Gadget and Gizmos. Uh, we'll be back with, well, I was going to say more of the same, but it won't be the same. Otherwise, we just repeat this show. It'll be lots of new, different Gadget and Gizmos at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.